Welcome to another episode of South Carolina Politics. My name is Bob Sloan. Well, this week we're going to talk about the ordeal they're experiencing in the Republican caucus in the House of Representatives. It all seems to revolve around this loyalty oath that the leadership is uh, requiring of the new members. It's causing a big dust up and it has a ripple effect all the way down to legislation. This week we're speaking with Representative Thomas Beach from District 10. We'll get his take on the situation and how it's affected him and others in the Freedom Caucus. So let's welcome in Thomas Beach. Thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate the invite to talk with you this morning. Uh, yeah, my name is Thomas Beach, um, newly elected. This is my first time holding public office. I'm a state house representative uh, for District 10. We, uh, I cover parts of three different counties, uh, Anderson, Pickens, and Greenville. And uh, I guess if, if anybody really wanted to know me, I, I'm a born-again Christian, uh, a family man, um, a local realtor, uh, U.S. Army Airborne um, uh, infantryman. I even served time with the Army Rangers, the 75th Ranger Regiment. Um, I'm a, uh, a member of the Freedom Caucus at the State House and member of the Family Caucus. And I sit on uh, the Military, Medical, and Municipality uh, Standing Committee at the State House as well. Well, Thomas, let's just jump right into it. Um, we've got an issue going on that's concerning a lot of people here in South Carolina. It's going on now in the House. We're getting a lot of different stories, a lot of mixed stories from numerous outlets. It's actually gotten some national attention, uh, even been on the Glenn Beck Show. So let me ask you to explain this uh, this loyalty oath issue that we're hearing from the Republican caucus in Columbia. Tell us how it began, what's taken place, what's taken place with you, what's happened to you and others, and uh, how it's affecting legislation today. And then, uh, if you would, what you see going forward in Columbia. A couple months ago, um, after the general election, uh, we all went to Columbia for a meeting, um, and it was uh, interesting because in the meeting, you know, we're trying to cover a lot of topics. I guess you know because it's orientation, and but I remember leadership handed out a few pages uh, that were stapled together, and there was some rule changes in there and uh, we were, you know, going through things pretty quickly, but I, but they were like, okay, hurry up and sign this and, and hand it back in. And um, I was like, wow, I, I really need to read what I'm signing here. Um, and for like 98% of all the, the little rules that, you know, that were fine. I mean, I, I it wasn't no, no big deal. And, uh, but then I had questions on um, this one particular rule uh, that was uh, saying that we're not allowed to campaign against other fellow Republicans. And my question was simply, does this mean that I can't talk bad about another Republican? Would that be considered campaigning? So, like, for example, if let's say we have the constitutional carry bill. And in my county of Anderson, um, let's say one of these other lawmakers were to vote against it, and, and let's say the bill died, would it be against the rules to to tell 
my my constituents or the voters, well, you know, this Republican killed the bill. And I couldn't get an answer to that. Um, the leadership was was one. I remember one question was the the scoreboard, uh, the the vote, the electronic vote board. And the, the question was posed, can we take pictures of that and post it? And they were they said no. And and then if you, you know, maybe you had a, a brother that was running against somebody else. Uh, would that be frowned upon or donating or, or, you know, so there was, it was because of the vagueness, we were like, wait, let's pump the brakes here. Can we define what this, this rule says? Because that was the issue that I, I was worried that they would weaponize the, the rule and use it against you in the future. Now I have uh, the, I don't remember the specifics, but it was basically the, the rule said that you can't campaign against another Republican. And, I don't, you know, I don't have any intentions of campaigning against another Republican, but I really am uncomfortable with being told what I can and can't do. Um, sure, absolutely. By, you know, the leadership. And, and if there was a Republican that was doing something illegal or – just really breaking this party platform that I have issues with that and I can't sign on to that. Right. And so because they wouldn't clarify or clean up the language, I, I was like, well, listen, I can't sign this. It's just, I've, there's too many questions and you know, I, I don't want to go to my constituents and, and tell them, well, you know, they killed the, the bill for constitutional carry, but, I can't tell you who did that because I might be breaking the rules. Right, right. And and so uh, on my very first day of being a legislator, representing my district, I went to a Republican caucus meeting, and the chairman of the caucus stood in front of the entrance with his arms held out and asked me, he said, Mr. Beach, did you sign the uh, the pledge? I said, uh, no, sir, I'm not planning to. And he said, well, you're not welcome. And so I've been barred from entry into any Republican caucus meetings. And that person was uh, chairman of the Republican caucus, Representative Davey Hyatt, who is in Pickens, which is part of my district. And so I, I sit with him on that delegation. And, um, and so... Uh, it's really unfortunate. They, the leadership is not taking the time to really define what it means to campaign, to put it on paper, because when we ask, what about the vote board, and they tell us, no, you can't, and then they go to the public and say, that you know, there's nothing on this piece of paper that says anything about vote boards. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well... You know, that's not fair. No. Because what you told me in, in person uh, is, is differently what you're telling other people in public. So you were physically prohibited from entering the room, literally Physi- stopped you physically from entering the room. Physically, physically stopped me. And the reason and I, was because you didn't sign this, this, this loyalty oath that you have questions about. They had house security standing next to Davey Hyatt. Um, and... 
when I first got in there and looked at it, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's serious. They have the 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 police, the state police to to assist Davy Hyatt. That's the appearance it gave me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a new member. I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm yeah. still learning. Sure. And and so um, I was like, well, I'm <laughs> I better avoid any physical contact here. Right, uh, right, of course, yeah. But I learned that they were just happened to be there. Uh, they had no intentions of intervening in their wonderful uh, security detail. I love them to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bend over backwards, but but you know it it was intimidating when I first got there. Like, oh, they're serious about not me going in here. Right. So how did that develop? What 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 came of that? Well, um, when he asked me if I signed, I said no. Then he said, "You're not welcome." Um, a couple other Freedom Caucus members uh, objected and said, uh, "You know, uh, Davy, we paid our five thousand dollar dues to be uh, Republicans uh, members. Are you telling me we can't go in and have lunch?" And he said, "Oh." Well, no, no. Yeah, you can please go. And so we all said, wait a minute. So it's, if, but they didn't sign the oath. And so we were like, so it's either sign the oath or pay 5000 And And, you know, uh, the chairman um, confirmed that. Hmm. And so, and I was like, I was disgusted. And, and uh, so my uh, few, we, uh, Mary Few, the, uh, we band of brothers and sisters um, that were denied. We said, well, we'll just have lunch somewhere else. Huh. Okay. So you were uh, you were given the opportunity, or, or the choice, I should say, to pay $5,000 or sign this oath. Yes, yes. They had the, um, uh, the chairman, Chairman Hyatt, um, had the oath in a pen right there. And, <laughs> and uh, so we didn't do that. Wow. Okay. That's, that's, that's wild. That's wild. So, okay, so how is that uh, affecting legislation today? Like yesterday I heard it was uh, very heated. Uh, how did that go? So because we're not allowed a seat at the table, we don't have a voice to talk about, you know, how do we get this spending under control? We got, we got this uh, money, I, was it half a billion dollars coming in from, um, DC and five hundred eighty-six million dollars. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so, because we're not allowed at the seat of the table, we're seeing you know basically money dropped here and there. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, we need some constraints. And so we added on the floor bills. I mean, amendments to the bill to to protect uh, the taxpayer and. Would you believe it? The Republicans and the Democrats were working together against us. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, listen, it was it was intense. This is my first time going through all this. Um, I could not be more proud of Jordan Pace, Josiah Magnuson, Adam Morgan. They're in the well. They're getting grilled by both sides. And if you look at our amendments. It's about transparency. Hey, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we shouldn't, you know, personally profit from any of this money. 
Right. You know, this is what the amendment says. Can we, can we, can we agree on that? And they fought us. They fought us tooth and nail. And vigorously uh, is what I saw. Stuart Jones also got some of the slings and arrows thrown at him too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was pretty well heated. It was an oven. And it really did feel like when, when they adjourned for the session and I walked off the house floor, it, it, it felt like I just came out of an oven Mm. and um, I got an earful from uh, fellow Republicans about you should, you shouldn't be doing this uh, shenanigans and, and surprising us like this. And Mm. Oh my goodness, you voted against your district and your self-interest. And, um, and you know, I, 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 what I really appreciate from, um, Adam Morgan is he was generally concerned because it's it's a lot of it's intense and it's a lot of heat and mm-hmm. you got a lot of people angry at you at the moment and he, he's like um, you know I, I can't remember what he exactly asked he's like uh, you know are you okay was this you know uh, he was concerned that because of the earfuls and and the anger right. pointed at me. Um, and I'm being a new new person with the Freedom Caucus. Right. I I agree with Adam. I agree with the, these conservative values. Mm-hmm. And I patted him on the back. I said, I can't wait for next time. It was a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking forward to fighting this fight. Uh, it's just a few of us underdogs, conservative underdogs, against them. And it's exciting. I, I it's I get it. it, it I have brief moments of feeling uncomfortable and of course you don't want to get yelled at, but, um, at the same time, when you take a step back and look, look at what you're doing, you know, you're doing what's right. Um, I sleep like a baby. Sure. Sure. Well, you were, you were hired to go in there and fight for us, right? Yes. Yes, (laughs) I was. So you mentioned, uh, you know, looking forward to, uh, to the way things developed, what do you see a resolution? Going back to your, your previous question, there are concerns about good legislation being trampled on um, because of this divide between the conservative wing and the rest of the caucus, the Republican caucus. I I do have concerns that um, I have a bill that's protecting kids, especially when it comes to pu- public drag queen shows. Right. It's banning public drag queen shows. Um, and, you know, because my name's on it and I'm the sponsor, um, I, I do worry about uh, retaliation. Um, I have other bills that, um, for example, the Live and Let Live Act, which protects churches and pastors from getting sued. Um, uh, recently, the Biden administration passed some policies that granted couples, you know, of same sex to be to be married or something to that effect. But my concern was, if a gay couple were to say, you know, go to a pastor and say, "You got to marry us," and, and he says no, then they can turn around and sue them, uh, sue the church. And so um, that I think that's really good legislation that's at risk because. I am fighting the House leadership. And so 
Do you see an the, impasse to this? Do you see an impasse to the, uh, the, the infighting in the, in the Republican leadership, in the Republican as, caucus? As it currently stands, there's, I don't see any bridge. Um, what I'm hoping for, and here is my hope, the Republican caucus as a whole, I think is has three factions. You have uh, on one side the uh, in their camp the moderate uh, liberal Republicans that absolutely want us removed. Uh, they want us to sign that thing and keep our mouth shut when when they make calls that are not good. And that is the the heart of this rule. This is the at the heart of the matter. They don't want to be embarrassed to put them in a bad position or have to explain themselves for, you know, putting up liberal Supreme Court justices or or not voting for constitutional carry or, right. or you know. Um, and so you have that faction who wants us removed. The other faction are more, I would say, pragmatic Republicans that they I've heard them say. Guys, what are we doing here? Can't we clean up the, the the language? That's the Freedom Caucus just needs some clarification. Why can't we put that in wording? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to campaign against another Republican, but I can't be binded to that. Absolutely, uh, you know? sure, right. But, and then you have, I think, the third faction of the Republican Caucus, which is. I don't know, they call them innocent bystanders because there was a large class of newly freshman Republicans and not all of them, you know, uh, maybe understood what the Freedom Caucus was or maybe, you know, they got lives and other priorities. And so and so when they got into in, into this and, and joined the, the House, they um, I remember when we first got this pledge it was like rush 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 sign this new rules and then we'll collect them and and you know you got these people that they want to go on and handle business and and they don't you know they want to be a good team player they signed it not realizing you know the consequences of 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 what was going to happen and i feel that many of them are are kind of stuck um i I saw them a glimmer of hope yesterday on the House floor when the um, when the 19 Freedom Caucus members were putting their red names on that score, uh, scoreboard, the vote board. Uh, once in a while, you'll see these green, I mean, red names, members that are uh, of the Republican uh, Caucus that agreed with our amendments, mm-hmm. and they their names were red. And I feel these people don't know what to make of this because I know for sure that the leadership in the Republican caucus isn't telling them anything. Right, it's, you know, right, except right. certain Like, for example, we came to the table to make proposals on, you know, can we work together? When we talked to other Republicans, they, had, they didn't know anything about those proposals. And and so uh, I think the innocent bystander Republican members of that caucus, I think with time, they're going to see the true colors of, you know, of the leadership and 
and if they're going to keep those promises and be the good conservative fighter, I'm hopeful that they'll come around and, and join us. So I suppose you would probably recommend South Carolinians to uh, contact those representatives and express their concerns then, huh? Yes. I, you know, it, it would be really helpful for every uh, listener, um, every citizen to contact the legislator and ask them for three things. First, ask them not to kick us, uh, to kick the conservative wing out of the Republican caucus, you know, to vote us in. Um, the second thing they, they should do is ask the legislator to rescind their signature to the oath, that pledge. Yeah. They shouldn't be binded, you know. I mean, we don't know what happens in the future. There might be something that a lawmaker does or that that we should be free to, to discuss with our voters when they ask questions. Yeah. And then the third thing that it should do is ask the legislator to drop the whole, the whole entire loyalty oath altogether. Yes. And there's because with the moderate Republicans, you're not changing their mind. They're just dead set. But for the others, the two other factions, I I think with enough pressure, they'll say, you know what, let's just <laughs> we don't want to be on the wrong side of history here. Let's uh let's go ahead and and do the right thing. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely solid advice. Well, listen, uh, let me give you a chance to remind my listeners how they can contact you and find uh, more information about you. Um, they they're on Facebook. I have uh, uh, a campaign page, uh, and it's Beach Four House, uh, F O R. Uh, so Beach Four House, uh, and they should do a search on Facebook, and that should pull up my campaign page. But they also can go to the uh, the state website, do a, a, a search uh, on the House members, uh, Thomas Beach. And Beach is easy, easy to remember. Um, beach like the vacation or Myrtle Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, easy name. South Carolinians should be familiar with Beach, huh? Yes. <laughs> Representative Thomas Beach from District 10. Thank you so much for your time here on South Carolina Politics Podcast. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the South Carolina Politics Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Sloan. If you have any questions about what you've heard here today, email me at bob at bobsloan.com. That's B-O-B-S-L-O-N-E dot com. You can find out more about what we do here at Bob Sloan Audio Productions on my website at bobsloan.com. Again, thank you for listening. And make sure you follow, share, and leave a review.